0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to PB PBN Style. You are in the number one place for think-ups, startups, and scale-ups who want to use authentic marketing and personal branding to not only attract the right people, but engage with them more and convert better with them so you are definitely in the right place for that today we're doing a business highlight i'm excited to have a new guest on the show someone that i just met and i wanted to do a highlight on her business and so i'm excited to have her here her name is tavana elliott clark but she goes by lady v honey and that's what we will be calling her today we're going to learn all about her business We're going to talk about how she got there and how she's using personal branding in her business to grow and even work with her clients. And so if that sounds like something that you want to hear, and if I were you, it would be because if you're like me, you like to hear how other people have grown their business, where their ideas come from, and how they're using those ideas to be successful. So if that's something that you want to listen to, stay tuned and we'll be right back. Hello, Miss Lady V. How are you?
1: I am blessed, love. Thank you. How are you doing?
0: I am doing well. I will go ahead and admit to everyone listening that this was a a trying start to our day trying to get this podcast done. But we are here and we are ready to get it done. Um, I'm sure listeners understand the uh, plight of an entrepreneur and how clients can put hiccups in your game and on your schedule, so we're just going to move with it. I want to go ahead and read to everyone your bio, so they understand exactly who you are and where you're coming from, and then we're going to dig a little bit deeper and get you to tell us some stuff we may not have heard in the bio. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. (laughs) All right, guys. (laughs) I'm always (laughs) ready. Tavonna Elliott Clark, or a.k.a. Lady B, was born in Wichita, Kansas. As a child, writing was her passion and her escape from the realities of her life. Knowing that she would be great, hello, Lady V was determined to make a difference in this world. Being a victim of abuse, molestation, and living the fast life, Lady V knew she had to tell her story, not to hurt the guilty, but for her to heal from the pain she had endured within herself. Diagnosed with lupus in 2010, Lady V allowed her pen to work for her and get through a time she didn't think she would make it through. After writing her story, Living the Fast Life, Lady V knew she had a purpose and it was time for her to start shining bright like a diamond when many were against her and said she wouldn't amount to anything. Taking that negative energy, Lady V turned it into something positive by giving authors an opportunity to tell their story by becoming an author consultant and starting her own podcast, Fast Life on the Move. This is on Vlog Talk Radio. In 2016, she would expand and pair up with Jasmine Knight and become Elliot Knight professionals, bringing art to life one book at a time, adding motivational speaking and life coaching to her plate. Lady B always keeps God as the head of her life to guide her and show her how to teach others how to release, rebuild, and rebrand their lives. That's so that they will be great. No matter what life may throw her way lady v will continue to empower enrich and encourage others to do great things until god says he's ready for her lady v is the author of living the fast life the reflections of me living my life through poetry the unmeritable down in the dumps get pumped up your inspiration guide to your newfound peace the reflections of me pleasure, pleasure pleasure and pain a thin line between love and poetry, lust and pain of my erotic side, and she's, with this, she collapsed with Michaela Taylor. That is a huge inventory, my friend. Huge, 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 huge. So, I am so excited to get into this with you because I think when we are getting started in our businesses, and when you come up with the idea for our business, we're afraid to go with what we know is true about ourselves and use what's already there we sometimes look outward and try to see what other people are doing and how we can do that to be successful but you've done a great job in turning your pain your challenges your experiences your influences into a marketable business and so tell us about that like what was your personal journey behind this we understand like what it all came from but how did you get to the point where you like you know what this is going to help
1: other people you know at first I didn't want to be honest with me I didn't want to be honest with who I was I didn't want people to know that I had a crazy life I lived a crazy life I made some bad choices in my life because I understood that we live in a world of judgment Yes, and the last thing people want is to be judged and so I didn't want to do that but then I also realized in this journey that hmm, there were more people out here that was actually going through the same thing as I and they actually needed the help, they wanted the help and I was just like you know okay God what do I do like I'm working this nine to five. I really don't like it. I'm I'm here. I'm making somebody else rich. They are getting on my damn nerves. You know what I'm saying? Excuse my language, but I was just like, <laughs> you know, I was just tired, and I was just like, I need something for me. What can I do? You know? And I was like, I don't want to work for nobody else. And then I got real sick, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where I was going, what was going to happen. And I, for me, once I heard I had lupus, almost like anybody else with a cancer or with a major disease or something like that, the first thing your mind says, oh, I'm dead. Oh, I'm dying. Here it is. I'm, I'm, dead. I'm out of here. You know? <laughs> and that was the first thing that I felt. And I was laying on the couch one day going through a depression because if anybody understands that lupus makes you depressed, it gives you a depression or any type of disease, it has some type of depression that comes with it. And I was listening to Joyce Myers one day and she said, you're laying there and you don't really know what to do with you. You don't know what to do with yourself. She said, instead of laying there feeling sorry for yourself, it may be to actually get up And actually do what God has called you to do. And I sat up and said, oh, I think she was just talking to me. Like, did she just call me out on national TV like that? Okay. God said, yeah, she did. So I sat up, I said, okay, well, I don't know what you want me to do. He said, yeah, you do. And I was like, I sat there for a while, sat there and I said, I really want to start my business. I want to start and I want to write my book. And so when we get excited about stuff, we want to tell the people that we love. That's our first instinct. That's people. Yes. We want to say, hey, girl, guess what I'm about to do. Oh, you wanna say, Oh, boy, well, guess what I'm about to do. So that's what I did. I wanted to tell my friends and my family. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of them said, Go do it, V. I know you got it in it. Go, whatever I could do to help, I'm there. But the majority of them laughed in my face. Because they didn't honestly believe that I could write a book. Or that I would be capable of selling a product that other people would even want to have. Wow. wow. So I took that negativity. It was hurtful because when you have, when you're doing this with people that you love, and they claim to love you, even when they're family, because family you can't change. Family will always be family. And so I said, okay, how do I take this negative and turn it into a positive? And I did that. And I've been going strong every since. And I have not put my pen down. I have not stopped. i veered off a little bit. Sometimes I stumbled a little bit. I get depressed and angry and want to throw in a towel. And I done did that a hundred thousand times. But at the end of the day, I keep pushing and I keep moving because I know that there's a, a greater purpose. If you have this passion inside of you,
0: then it's someone else has it, but they haven't been ignited yet. And maybe in you sharing your passion, it will ignite their passion, which right. I think it seems has happened for you because you not only have your books, but you are inspiring other authors to bring their story to the forefront. So tell me a little bit about that and Elliot Knight Professionals and how you are helping other people find their voice as well.
1: Well, a lot of times it's hard for people to find some a a company or a place that they can actually be free to be who they want to be. Well, with Ellie and my professionals, we don't judge. We don't care what you're bringing. You know what I'm saying? We accept all genres. We accept all works because we believe in the style in the class of writing because that's what we love. We love writing. We don't want to dictate to you what you can put out there and what you can write. Because this is your this your book. This is who you are. And God made you to be that. And if that's what your voice says, say, by all means, we want you to say it. We don't want to hold you back. We don't want to we 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 wanna be the, the people who actually guide you. Show you how to have a successful book, and what the steps are the proper steps, and what to do on how to be a self published author that's what we do. We teach you, we guide you, we show you how we don't do the work for you you know we you know we edit, we do everything on the inside, yes, we do, but when it comes to your book, that's your book. you know what I'm saying, but we yes, when we edit, I always have to tell people. Editing is the hardest part for us to swallow. Yes, yes. <laughs> as writers, I don't care who you are, as a writer, you think, woo, woo, this book. Woo, it's good, it's a bomb, baby.
0: Can't nobody touch it. Oh my gosh. And then here comes somebody with a red pen and messes up the whole plan. I know the feeling I have someone on my team that every time I write um, and I will think that my email is just I'm like, oh, it's so good. Or I'll write, uh, uh, I'll create like a script for something or whatever. And I'm like, this is so good. And then I'll send it over to her to edit and then it comes back with all these red lines. I'm like, man, I just wanted to say it that way, but that's not how I would say it. That's how, you know, but it's always so much better. Yeah, that red line, that red, I saw. I told her, I said, your nickname is now Red Line. So whenever (laughs) I just call you Red Line, hey, can I speak with Red Line, please? Because that's what she's very good at.
1: Right. And see, for me, I don't even put it in red. I highlight it in bold. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So. Because,
0: So we're going to call you highlighter. Highlight. (laughs) Highlight light, right?
1: That's what we're going to call you. (laughs) See, I want them to see. But see, it's funny because there's actually a story on why I highlight now. Because one of my clients said, oh, my gosh. She said, I swear to God, every time I get these red lines, she said, I don't know if to scream cry or come and knock on your door and kill you. (laughs) She said this red is making me angry. So I said okay. Well I don't want to make you angry. So let me
0: see if maybe yellow will make you feel like sunshine. That's right. There you go. (laughs) And she was like. So now she can't hate. She can't stand it when the sun comes up because that yellow highlighter is driving her crazy. That's what's going on now. Now she's mad at the sun because right. of your highlight. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, It's okay. <laughs> we need it. It's something that we need and it helps us be great. So we can't be upset. So whoever your client is, tell her, listen to this podcast and say, don't be upset because it's making us great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so that means that you don't have any specific genre that you take on. You're willing to take on any genre because yes. basically, it's just about you helping your clients get that voice out, and then you help them to make sure they're doing it in the right steps and that they right. are edited properly. Yes. Um,
1: <laughs> Very important. Okay? Very important. Yes. Understand how important that is. Even oh. when you Now I'm mad, oh, I didn't have people cussing me out. I didn't have people say, oh, I'm not, I don't want this anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. They give up. And I'm like, why give up? I'm just showing you, you changed all of my words and you did this. And I'm like, baby. Okay. Because now I, I let everybody know that the first book we always say is on EMP.
0: Mm -hmm. means that
1: you won't get all the red and the marks and all the stuff that you did wrong. We just fix it. Mm -hmm. And then, what we want you to, the reason why we fix it is because we make sure that your book is proof, ready. It's ready to go, everything. We just need you to say, yes, okay, great. Now, we expect you (laughs) to read it it. and see what was changed and how
0: you really need to do better in the next book
1: yes that is how we do we want you to be able to it's like homework you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying you always got to do your homework so keep reading it keep finding out keep making you know what I'm saying because we want you to get better every book should be better than the last I and that like because, I mean, if we keep doing it like that, then really, you're not really kind of learning. Getting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know?
0: And your and quality of you to- work is not what you think it is. It, it might be selling, but it's not because of anything you did. Someone had to come behind you and pretty right. much fix the stuff that you didn't do well. So right. if you don't have a specific genre of book, is there, a, is there any special quality that you look for in your clients?
1: I look for dedication. Mm. I look for how committed you are to your project, because at the end of the day, this is your project. And if you're not committed to your project, uh, why should I be? Because, excuse me, I have my own projects to do. So Mm -hmm. I don't like to, my time is just as valuable as your time. So it's always, making sure that we have a respect for each other, making sure that we're on the same page and we understand. So I like to do consultations to actually get to know who my clients are. And for me, I feel like we're a family here. Mm. And so I get to know you on a personal level because for me, it's like this, how can you be great, a great editor or a great author consultant? You don't even know your clients. Mm. You have no idea who they are personally. So basically, when you're editing their stuff, you're editing your way, for you. You're not editing for them. Right. You're editing right. for you. And so for me, instead of me editing for me, I edit it for them. Because, okay, now I know who you are. I know how you talk. I know how your character's going to be. I know why. I get in tune with my people. I think that goes hand in hand with the personal branding
0: aspect and the point of this show is because that is the foundation of anyone's business, whether you're an author, whether you're a consultant, whether you are mm-hmm. selling a widget, you have to understand the why behind the start. Like, Why did you right. become an author? Why did you want to write this book? How does it relate to the audience that you want to sell the book to? Because right. that's ultimately how you're going to get to the point where you're selling the book if they're not attracted to it if they don't see themselves in it they're not going to be attracted to it so this this idea of developing a personal brand and like you said you're editing because you want to learn their voice and help them kind of kind of expand their voice they need to know that voice for themselves and so i think what you're doing is is a great idea because if when you're doing the editing on that first book they go back and read it. They can see how the thought they had translated into a message for the audience that's going to be reading it. And then that, like you said, is the homework because the next book, you need to do that for yourself. You need to understand how to connect those dots and make your message resonate with the people that you want to read it. Ultimately, that's what's going to sell, sell the books.
1: Right, right. And we have to, as people, we also have to understand, as especially authors, that we, we feel like we're great at everything we do. But we ain't always the best, and we need help. You know what I'm saying? Well, the and, thing and that you're help really help. good at
0: is not necessarily the writing. It's the Absolutely. solution you're providing in the writing. But you're right. not necessarily good at the word putting the words on page.
1: So, right. You know, you help, you help. Right, and and I have to always tell people it's okay to take the help, take the constructive criticism. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know. As an author, the first time I sent my book over, they didn't tell me anything. All I did was brought it back and had a whole bunch of red. They said, fix it. They didn't change anything. They didn't anything. Like, it was just cut, draw, simple, boom. This is what you do. OK. <laughs> <laughs> um does that mean right. I'm mad? Does that mean right. I didn't know what, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know what to change, how to change it. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like you just sent me out here and say do it, okay? So, uh you want to elaborate a little bit or you know, let's figure this out. So, but at the end of the day, I understood that in order for me to for you to relate to my story I had to break it down for you to understand. And I had to make sure that it was correct. And just because we speak Ebonics don't mean that the whole entire book has to be written like that.
0: Amen. Amen. <laughs> you can stop right there and take your text and preach. We can just, the rest of the, just put your sermon on that. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. And so the thing is that I think I love about what you're doing and I think that anyone else who may be going down this path, whether you're going down the path of being an author or you're going down the path of being a consultant that helps authors, you really need to start the very beginning of that relationship is trying to get a good foundation of who are you and who are you trying to talk to. Because yeah. if you are speaking Ebonics, I need to know how to translate this to reach the people that you're trying to reach. Otherwise, because I think two people don't even get that. You write a book, the book could be fine, but the book has to be promoted. Right. So you don't just write a book and put it up on a shelf. It has to be right. sold, it has to be marketed to the right, right people. So again, right. this is another reason why no you need to your understand. Mm-hmm. Oh, my
1: God, understand. God. I that. Please know your audience. Yes.
0: Yes. It's good that you walk them through that because I think a lot of people give up. Like you said, if someone's redlining your work and they're not giving you any ideas as to why or explanations or anything, then you will feel like you just didn't do a good job. And, you know, so why try again. But when you're given the explanation and people are sharing with you helping you with feedback and you but but you know too, Lady B you have to realize as the author that this is about growing you this isn't about putting you down this is about building you up and I think we we get so you know we think we're great because grandma said we were great and auntie said we were great and our best (laughs) friend said we were great and daddy said we were great but really, it hasn't been tested. I'm reminded of a conversation I was having with someone about the client that was kind of stressing me out earlier today. And she said, um, she made the point, which is something that I've known, but I love the way she said it. And she said, if someone is doing it for you for free, if you're, if you're doing something for someone for free, then you're providing entertainment. But when they have to pay for it, now you are providing them with a the solution to a problem. You are solving a problem. You are answering a question that they felt was valuable enough to pay for. So we yep. have to understand that grandma and grandpa and mom and daddy, all of them are giving you that stuff for free because you're entertaining them. Mm-hmm. It was nice for them to read if they read it, you know, because sometimes they just looked at the cover and thought, oh, that's so nice. And they never read a word or they read I, the back and thought it, you know, got the summary and they never right right. but that means that means that that was entertainment for them but if you are providing a value for them and it doesn't have to be an educational value because you're an author like i read non-fictional books wait fictional is i can't ever remember which is which but whichever one is not real i like like uh active and um uh love stories with a little bit of action a problem that has to be solved you know so even I read those and I find those authors, their books valuable, and I pay for them on my Kindle so I can read them. But if it doesn't appeal to me, if it doesn't, if it's not meeting a need I have, then I won't buy the book. So you
1: got to make right. sure you know what the need is. Like you said, right. know your audience. You have to know to your audience. You know, um, like I write in, my my goal is to write in every genre. That's oh, my, nice. my personal goal. So I have different types of books because that's my goal. Um, But in those, I also have to know who am I pushing this book out to? Who am I writing this book for? Which audience is going to buy this book? Because the problem with a lot of authors, especially new authors, is the fact that we jump into business and we think, first of all, we're going to be automatically rich, which is wrong, okay? Two, so please, our Stop thinking that because it's not gonna happen. It sounds good, it ain't real, okay? But it sounds good. So hey (laughs) it sounds real good. good. It does, it does, it sounds good, but it's not it's not it's not realistic, okay? So you're not gonna be that. And then second of all, don't think that a lot I hear this a lot from new authors wanting to say when I say so who who is actually is your book for? Everybody. Okay, first of all, let me stop that you there. That is a common
0: misconception among people who are trying to promote
1: something. Go ahead, I'm sorry. It is. It is. Because your book is not for everybody, babe. Because, and if you think that everybody is gonna buy your book, you're wrong. Because everybody is not gonna like it. Everybody is not gonna buy it because your book isn't for everybody. You have to know who your audience is. Like, I understand that. I know that, okay, the unmeritable. I know that is a romance drama. I know that, so I don't think that I'm fit to go over here and sell it to people that want street fiction, right? Because they're not fit to buy that. They don't want that. They don't want the love. They want some hood killing you right now. They're not mm-hmm. looking for oh he loved me, oh she loved me, but she cheated on me. Oh, <laughs> I don't do that. they're not looking for that, so they're not gonna buy that. But they'll go by living the fast life because living the fast life, give them what they want. Because it's gonna give them that reality. It's gonna give them that hood. It's gonna give them the street life. So yeah, the the, the sex and all that, they're gonna buy that. But, but I can't sell living a life, fast life and go sell it to people who want poetry. They're not gonna buy that. But guess what? I got something for you too. Oh, you say what type of poetry you need. You say what I'm saying? I, I just, you, I can't sell my, I mean, it just goes on. You gotta know who your audience is. I know my that self-help. my self help book. Well, unless you're looking for self help, you ain't gonna buy that. Unless you are ready to face your reality. You are. I, I promise you, that's not the book you gonna be. You gonna pick up because you ain't ready for that yet. And that book right there is gonna touch that. It's gonna touch that little thing, mm, that nerve. You ain't ready. Yeah, and you're not ready for that. But when you're ready to actually change who you are, then that's the book for you. Right. So know right. who your audience is. So
0: how do you then take those who, obviously, they have to be in the right genre. But how do you take them from being from uh, um, an Elliot Knight professional client over into your speaking, the speaking aspect, or you know, of your business? So how do you do you? I know that you're a speaker, but do you then coach them? Are there some areas of your coaching? So tell me, tell us a little bit about that because there may be someone listening who. You know, they have a book or, you know, they have an idea for a book and they need it, they need it published. But then also they want to sort of uh, uh, use it as a catalyst for a speaking engagement. So what would you tell that person?
1: Um, actually, what we do over at the Elliott Night is to, because we want you to be all that you want. And we don't limit you where a lot of companies say, oh, no, you can only be this. Oh, no, you can only write this. No, we want you to be everything that you want to be. And if that means that you want to go into speaking, we're going to show you how to transition into that. Which means that, hey, guess what? Everything that I'm doing for myself, I'll do for you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'll charge you for it, but I'll do for you. I'll show you how to do it. You know, I don't have no problems with that. I'll show you how to get, you know, get you. And then that way you can start looking for your own speaking engagements and stuff Mm -hmm. like that as Mm -hmm. well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Because there's so many different avenues that you can take in so many different ways that you might find something that I didn't see, that I didn't know about. You know what I'm saying? So you're
0: prepping them to be the speaker uh, Mm -hmm. and then they can go off and find there. That's good to know because I know a lot of, um, I have a couple of books and I and I've done speaking engagements and I know that they're great tools to use to up the revenue from the speaking engagement. So I know that's that's how I why I was speaking to that point. So <clears throat> Tell me a little bit about your Fast Lane radio because now you've gone from I'm an author to I coach and consult with authors to I speak and I help people speak and now you got this radio show. So tell us what the platform is all about and what you're talking about on the show.
1: Well, Fast Life on the Move. I wanted it to be totally different than what we do. But still have that same base. I wanted people to have, feel like they could come and relax and get their mind off of whatever it is. See, because there's a lot of hate, there's a lot of foolishness, there's a lot of chaos, there's a lot of drama, there's a lot of all this stuff. And sometimes we just need an escape route. We just need to gra- grab our glass of wine and say, you know what, let me just kick up my feet for a second. So what I like about my show is the fact that every day from Wednesday through Sunday, I try to bring you something different. So on Wednesdays, we, I always like to start it off with prayer. So it's the prayer line. And it's actually really just the motivational time to talk to God, to kind of just get in tune and whatever's been troubling you just to clear it off your heart, you know? So, you know, and so... I play gospel music. I give you a kind of a whatever God is putting in my spirit to tell his people, that's what I'm going to do. And it's just a time for you to just say, God, you know what? I'm going to let it go. I got to give it to you so you can move on. And it, I like it. The fact I used to do it on a Monday, but I started on a Wednesday, and it's good for a hump day because normally that is the busiest, craziest, chaotic day for some reason. And it's and also it, the,
0: up. and it's also the Bible study day, so it gets people it in is. the mood for the Bible study later in the day.
1: Right, right, right. And so for those who can't go out. I wanted to be able to bring them where they can actually say, you know what? I don't have to go out, honey. I can turn on fast Life on the move and get my praise on, my prayer on and everything. That's awesome. And I don't have to worry about it. And then on Thursdays, I like to bring in people with different types of businesses. Like, I don't care what your business is. If you need some promotion and you need some extra, you know, cloud where you need to just say, hey, this is who I am. I want people to come in get to know you. So it's called 21 Questions. I let people bring in their questions and type in their questions or whatever, or inbox me or however they want to shoot them to me. And then I just ask them to you. So you can get all kinds of crazy stuff, good stuff, in between stuff, <laughs> but it's getting to know who you are as a person, as an artist, as a, as a business person. And so that's what I want people to do. And then on Fridays, we do the couples retreat because it's about bringing relationships back together because we know how to break them up. Oh, amen. Uh, You know, we know how to split up. We know how to do that. We got that down on lock. (laughs) The question, do we know how to come back together? Do we know how to fight? Do we know how to stay in the in the storm together? Do we know how to get through these? How, what are these healthy tools to help us get through these troubling times? Not just when the bottles is popping. You know what I'm saying? So we try to keep relationships together on Fridays, and people say, but it's Friday night. So people have that's date night. On- that's date night anyway. Friday night, Saturday night, that's date night. Right. And so that's what we do. We kind of start off the weekend by that. And so, you know, by, with date, you know, cause that's, and so we have different topics and different things. It's not always just so serious. It's sometimes it'd be fun topics of what you can do to keep this spice in your relationship, mm-hmm. in your bedroom mm-hmm. type of thing. Cause some people y'all know y'all need some help with your bedroom. We ain't going to act like you don't. <laughs> some of y'all need some assistance. Okay.
0: So Say the light- pilot light has gone out and you need to yeah. rekindle your pilot
1: light. Right. <laughs> we like to light it back up for you, okay? So we're going to help you. So <laughs> you never know what you might get on Friday nights. But that's really what Friday nights is. And it's not even just for the couples as much, you know, as it is for people that are single too. Because sometimes... They need to
0: hear the experiences of couples so they know what they're getting into. Because a lot of women and men want to be in relationships. I want to be married. I'm trying to find my wife. I'm trying to find my husband. But then when they start hearing some of the things that husband and wives go through and and have to do to stay together and things they have to tolerate and Mm -hmm. changes they have to make, then maybe not so appealing. Or children, whether or not to have them or what it's like for blended families, all those types of things help them make good good decisions on their own i love this idea so i'm expecting my invitation on the business night for my 21 questions i'm just saying I'm throwing that out there i'm just saying <laughs> i know. You know my mom and daddy said if you don't ask you can't get an answer so i'm just That's asking right. i'm I not know. waiting on my invitation i'm just hey put it out okay. there
1: Well, come on, bust on up in the dough, baby. Kick it on down. We all right with that. (laughs) Well, it sounds like you are
0: extremely qualified with all the coaching and consulting that you're doing and helping people sort of grow and be able to get in front of their audience. You're extremely qualified for the life coaching that you do. So tell us a little bit about that because you have your brand is just spanning the gamut over here. So I'm excited. This is a great business highlight because you've got so many opportunities for people to hit you up.
1: Right. And I want want people to be great all the way around. We can be great with our business, but it takes our mind to be right for our business to be right. So if that's a true ain't right, your business ain't going to be right. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's your a attitude,
0: your the mindset is very important. Is. Very important. It is. It is. I call you know, it the CEO mindset. We need it. We if we're going to run a business. If we're going to be successful in our business, we got to wrap our head around the CEO mindset and not just like the mindset of a regular person because regular people aren't trying to be great. Regular people
1: aren't trying to grow businesses. Right, right. And we have to be there. We have to know our positions. We have to know our worth. When you get into a business, you gotta know your worth, okay? You've got to know that. If you don't know that, then man, you're sober. So you gotta know your worth. You gotta know what it is that you're doing, how you're gonna do it, where you're going. So you gotta have that mind right. If you don't have your mind together, then it's pointless. It's, it's, you just
0: basically, right. and it goes front, back to around in
1: circle, right? It goes back to the
0: whole thing we were talking about in the beginning is having a foundation for your business and you got to get your mind right. Understand who you are, understand what it is you have to offer, understand who needs what it is you have to offer, and then understand how you are going to share yourself with them to help them solve their problem. All of that takes a mindset because like you said, also in the beginning, You know initially you struggled with wanting people with that transparency you you didn't want to be transparent and you finally found your voice you got your footing and you were able to then use that as a catalyst to like get out of your job and grow your business and and be successful with these authors and your own um your own books and so we have to you know as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs have to recognize that this is just a fact like When I first started my business, I was talking about, um, you know, I've said this so many different ways, but I I called it um, the significance of style, but I was trying to put a play on the word style, not your, just the way you dress, but the way you like to do things, but that didn't really resonate. Then I went on to, um, sort of wrapped all the things that i do I, i'm a cosmetologist i a fashion a wardrobe stylist and i have a degree in marketing and so i was like how can i pull all those things together and that's mm-hmm. where personal branding came in because it really does encompass all of those things but then yeah. you, when you hear branding you hear logo website but that's not what i'm that's not what i'm about so you have to be able to define what it is you do in a way that people understand it and that goes to, like, whatever it is you're selling. The book you're selling, the speaking, the presentation you want to give. The, you know, whatever obstacle you're trying to overcome, you're absolutely right. Your mindset yep. has to you shift. you got to
1: have that mindset. If your mindset is not solid and you are not knowing who you are as an individual, everything that you do is going, it's, that's going to reflect in it. So now you're going to have to, a mediocre book. Now you're going to have a mediocre business. Now you're going to have a mediocre, you know what I'm saying? Why? when God you know, It's so hard to do. <laughs> it's
0: so hard to do. Why would you want to go through all the pain and
1: struggle of being an entrepreneur just to be mediocre? That right. makes no sense whatsoever. None whatsoever. So, and I don't understand people who do it, but there's many people that do, and that's why they're not successful. Which because brings me...
0: You think mediocre, you get mediocre. Yes, exactly. And that brings me to my last question that I think is so fitting for it to be the end of of, for what we've been just been talking about. But I want to know from you, how would you define personal branding? And I really do like asking this question because usually what happens is during the course of the conversation, all of the elements that I consider to be a definition of personal branding, come up in some way, talk about the foundation, understanding your audience, knowing their voice and knowing what your why is and and all these different things. All of these are things that I teach when I'm coaching people, trying to get them to define these things so they can create their strategies. Uh, I just love that it comes up in normal conversation, all those things, but I kind of want to know, how would you define it if you had to
1: personal branding? Personal branding is me. It is who I am. It is who I define myself to be. It is my characteristic. It is my personality. It is my smile. It is my walk. It is my talk. It is my mindset, the way I think, the way I view life. Because without any of that, well, it don't matter what my logo look like. This is it so don't true. matter what my business look like. Mm. It don't matter what what clothes I got on, what shoes I got <laughs> on, what makeup I got on. It, none of this matters. If because you don't know you. On. That's right. I don't define who I am on the outside when I need to be concentrating and working on my inside because that's what's going to protrude on my outside. So that's how I define my personal branding is can you see my shine, my sunlight, my brightness when I walk in the door and say, oh, that's Lady D right there. I know her. Yep, there she is. That's right. Because I'm going to walk in there with my head held out with confidence with, oh, not being a devil, but being humble about it. But you're going to get that devil effect because I am confident within who I am as a person, as a woman, as a queen, and as a black queen.
0: All right, now, that's it, guys. That's it. I mean, how can I follow that? Like, there's not a question I can bring up after that, right? So she has clearly, um, she's gotten it all together with personal branding. She knows exactly what it is and how she's using it. She is leveraging it, guys, across her brand, with her coaching, with her um, being an author herself, with her life coaching and all the, her radio show, she is doing it. And I want you guys to really go and check her out. I will make sure all of her information is in the notes below, so you can click on it and just have easy access to uh, Elliot Night Professionals and what is the Fast Life on mm-hmm. the Move radio yeah. show? And yes. if you need any any life yeah. coaching, yeah, she's got all kinds of stuff. We'll have all of her links. She's provided us some stuff to share with you. So we'll put all of that in the show notes. But I am so glad to have you. Thank you so much for being on the show, Lady V. I really do appreciate you.
1: Man, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You know, I want you guys, hey, this weekend, if you guys just need to relax, hey, I'm doing a, it's called Wine and Soul. So, so it's actually a jazz and neo-soul type of show. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be on Saturday and then I'm gonna close it out on Sunday with the quiet storm. So come on over. Just All right. Yeah, Good deal. I'll
0: make sure I share that in my social media. Um, if I get a, if I get the links and everything, I'll, I'll definitely share that so people have it. I'm not quite sure when this episode is going to air, but I want to make sure that they have uh, they have access to that. If uh, if I can get that on my on my Instagram or something, I'll share it, tag oh, me yeah. or something.
1: I you normally know, um, do it almost every weekend, so you know, don't worry. Any perfect. weekend, y'all come on over. Yeah, go yeah. listen to
0: the radio show. I'm excited to listen <laughs> myself hey guys listen if you are struggling in your business and you're not quite sure how to get the right people into your circle how to attract them if you're not sure once you get them there how to talk to them and how to make sure they understand how you are of value to them and if you're struggling once you get them there and you're talking to them and they're not converting they're not getting it they're not clicking the buttons then you might be interested in looking and joining my Facebook group BTB Boss Talk in that group. We're kind of sharing all kinds of things in there. I've got guests. Lady V is gonna be in there soon. She doesn't know it yet, but I haven't asked. She's gonna be I'm on the way. She's gonna <laughs> be there. Um so I like to have guests in and then I also do uh uh master series and so we've got one coming up in october for women's mm-hmm. business month um uh, so make sure you're staying uh up to date on that listen to the show watching the podcast listen to the show notes but guys until next time thank you guys for joining us lady b was amazing her content is going to be below and remember you are listening to pb and style the number one podcast for think ups startups and scale-ups who want to use authentic marketing to grow their business, attract the right people, engage with them, and convert. I hope you come back next week. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AFPatrickConsult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AFPatrick,
1: and Instagram at AFPatrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.